obvious meme, and I'd prefer not to have a meme of cum on my head, because that'd definitely be the one that, like, goes viral. Welcome to Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. How's it going, buddy? Episode 146? 147, you totally messed that up. Oh, I did. <laughs> you just said, I said it before. I just said 147, and then I covered my <laughs> my episode with my other, like my our, our uh, tags sheet, and then. Uh, uh, okay, I'm delete all that. Okay, we are <laughs> yeah. redoing 146 because we really didn't like that episode last week, and we apologize. <laughs> So we are just going to uh, rehash what we did last week, and we hope that we do a few more <laughs> re- Redo the secret layer stuff. Yep. Yeah, redo the secret layers. Um, Speaking of, you 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 actually pulled the trigger on this secret layer. Is this I the did. first secret layer you pulled the trigger on? What? No. I've bought... You got the, the, the gods. You the got the gods, Starfield right? Starfield gods and... Stargazing. Did I you buy... The, the the charity one. Oh, Okay. Recently. Yep, yep. The the one with like um, the Sphinx, uh, consecrated yeah. Sphinx, and all that stuff in there. Cool. Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool. Because I still I'm have gonna, to purchase yeah. my uh, my secret layer. The, the cool thing is, I still got a week left. <laughs> like, I got yeah. so much time. I like this a lot more personally. <laughs> yeah. Than I, putting I, the pressure on twenty four hours. Got to get it done yeah, right now. Because I missed yeah. the. I would have bought the landfall one, the Zendikar one. Um, you got some you got some puberty voice going there oh. so yeah i picked up my son and i was gonna like throw him over my my shoulder <clears throat> and his shoulder just caught my trachea so oh, oh nice and that hurt real bad and, so you now uh, you're we, back we to puberty like an hour and a half before this and so i didn't yeah. realize that it was gonna start going right now <laughs> Perfect timing. Way to go, voice. Great. Uh, but you, you would have bought more secret layers is what you were saying if they would have given you a little if more time. Because there's a couple time. of them. Yeah, yeah, you a couple of them you're like, oh, shoot, I missed it. And give, give me a little time to angst over it, and I probably would have bought more. <laughs> they screwed up. You would have got Lowry. You would have got a couple yep. there. Speaking of secret layers, The Walking Dead one is being shipped to me right now, which is I just got the notification tonight. So that like probably two, means. three months earlier than you thought. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it was supposed to be February before February or March, and yeah. uh, How many I did, did you buy uh, three. Can I get a Glenn from you? Oh, I I want to say kidding. yes. You do whatever you want, I'll just buy it offline. You know. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You're gonna get it cheaper than what I want to sell it for. Because <laughs> I'm gonna hit my. I'm gonna try to calculate my numbers out. If if I'm at the numbers of what you can get it online, yes, get it from me. If I'm going, if the price works out, then I'll buy, I'll give it to you. Uh, sell it to you. Sell it, not give. I'm not that. Nope, you're recording that. it. Great. <laughs> it well, is. I cut it. I cut it. It's no longer in there. <laughs> That's not how um, this works. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, I did just get my, which one did I get? Bef- uh, the Zendikar ones. So those came like a month early. So it, it seems like they're getting a little more on track with stuff. And I've been seeing Jumpstart being talked about being in stores. I haven't been in a store and it feels like definitely weeks. It for sure is in stores because I went to Target because number two. Oh, shoot. Hey, number two. Hey, number two. Uh, he was like, our Target has it. So I ran over to our Target. I picked up 10 packs. Um, I got them for 
15% off because Target had 10% off. Plus, I used the red card and got 5% off. So, Ooh. 15. Yeah, I got them for about 450, 425 a pack. Not bad. Got shit in it. <laughs> and the good thing is, the prices for Bruvac have come down. So, now I might at some point buy him and stop cheating. Pull the trigger. Yeah, I think I'm waiting for him to get into the 20s and then I'll probably pull the trigger. And buy yeah, him. I can see that. He's a popular mill commander. Yeah. So. Um. So some other stuff. Oh, so I went into a rabbit hole this week. Uh, specifically yesterday. That's a huge rabbit. Yeah, I realized a spec. This is this is an oh good for you moment, but mm-hmm. we've gotten to a point that we've been specking for years that I have. When I first was specking, I'd only have like a handful of different specs. And so like daily, I was like, oh my God, did that one go up? Oh, it went up three cents. Oh, I'm making money. Like totally, <laughs> I was just tracking it on multiple right. times a day. But now I have so many specs. Oh, good for you. That I don't realize when certain ones go up. And so one that I had bought two years ago, I think, might have even been a pick at some point. Uh, it went from four and now it's 16 and I was like, Oh shit. Okay. I need to start going through my specs and see which ones have gone up. So I started there and it's funny cause I said it to Cindy tonight. I was like, how did I get in this, this rabbit hole? She's like, well, you found a spec that you didn't realize went up and then you went into this. So I went through all my specs, pulled out ones that have gone up and are ready to sell. So I listed about 15 different cards with that had multiple cards. So probably a total of like 70 cards. Mm-hmm. Then I went into my collection and started going through everything. <laughs> so I went first <laughs> through, no, I didn't even go through my, my binders. I did that in the spring, my $5 or more binders. I went through my other binders that are less than $5 to see what's going up to see. And then found a whole bunch of like, even if there are a couple bucks, I was like, okay, I can send these into Card Kingdom. And this I was buy buy listing in. But then I found Mm -hmm. like 10 or 15 that have jumped up to 10 to $20 cards. I was like, holy shit, I didn't know this was this expensive. So I am currently the last thing I have left is to go through my green binder. So that's my green cards, my multicolored cards, my lands, and my legendary creature cards. And then I'm done. But right now I have about, uh, let's see almost $400 of buy list cards going to card kingdom. And you just did a big one, didn't you for card kingdom this? So yeah, I don't do as big of a, a mail order. I try and stick like, so I did $230 last week and then I did a 210 and a 330 this week into card kingdom. Uh, Oh, so you, you do them separate, like you send it in and then you so do your another insurance, one? It's going to be cheaper, but like I had, um, yeah, I, I just, I want it separate so that like the insurance, I think insurance only goes up to like 500 mm-hmm. and after that it's uninsured and having it in separate things, like I wanted to make it there. Like it costs a little bit more money that way, but. I'm not a hundred percent sure on what the insurance goes up to. Um, so I just try and make sure that I'm under that limit and I can send it in. Um, 
and I have everything lined up, it takes me days to figure out what I want to actually send in. And then yeah, I do that's it what's all taking at me once. And then sometimes just, just my time restraints. Um, and sometimes the cards change. Like there, there were like cards that were like a buck 50 that were down to like 70 cents. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll keep those until they go back up again. Yeah. Um, because if somebody sent in between when I was like, Hey, I want to send that into them. And when I actually sent it into them, that happens. So, um, so I just try and do it in amounts that I can manage it quick enough to do as well to whereas like, it seems like you got a bit more time. And like, we were talking about it beforehand. Like I get like a half hour in the morning and then like half hour to an hour during nap time. And then I get to talk to my wife for like an hour after the kids have gone down and then everybody's asleep. Yeah, so that's, you don't have a I, I lot there. Very small yeah. amounts of time to work on that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, to give you an idea, uh, I fell into this rabbit hole of going through my binders yesterday. Uh, I think while watching the Vikings game. Yeah, so that was at like noon. No, I was listing the cards that I had found from my specs during the Vikings game. After that. So from about four o'clock until one thirty a.m., I was going through my binders, and what I have to do is, I'm going through, seeing how many I have, checking what I bought them for if they're a spec. Which if it's through my in my binders, normally it's not a spec. It's normally just checking to see what the price is, see what the price history is, how many printings. Do I feel like that card's gonna be printed again? Is this you know? So there's a lot. Even just finding one card, I have to calculate stuff out. Then. I compare it to eBay and what they have it on at card kingdom. And if the prices are close enough, then it's easier just to go to card kingdom. Uh, if there's too big of a gap where eBay, I can sell it for four or $5 more then I, that goes into the eBay pile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it just, it takes a long time. It, it is time consuming for sure. And some cars that I found that I wanted to trade in, I didn't, um, sitting on them a little bit longer, but I know you probably have a ton of is gamble from ultimate masters. Yeah. That's like a $15 card now. Is it? Yeah. Right. What? And then the talismans from modern horizons. Okay. Red, the talismans are up there too. I, well, ha I saw those there, but the red, white, red, blue, and black, white are all over a dollar now. So, uh, green yeah, blue gamble and green is 15 bucks what yeah, the hell right and so i had four of them i and so i've started going through my collection on my expensive cards and i'm like hey maybe i should just listen to what we actually do and just keep the yeah. one card and try and get rid yeah. of the expensive stuff for cards that i don't have like right um i'm aiming to get a volcanic island with the card kingdom credit that i'm doing and then I should have some leftover, and I'm going to work out up for a underground sea, and then I'm going to work towards a Mox Diamond and a Fortune. So those are like big ticket items that yeah. I'm working towards. <laughs> I gave you an applause there, but I, you probably couldn't hear it because I, I know not. that I just talked through it. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was at the Academy Awards <laughs> and just. Your time is up. I'm trying to get you to get off the stage. <laughs> Here's the applause. Larry keeps talking. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait till you get the rest of your 
uh, dual land. So you said you have two left, right? The big guy yeah, and red, blue, and black, blue. So nice. The the two most expensive ones, and I mean that's Save. that's kind of a little bit of what why I, I mean why I spec is to try and trade up and get mm-hmm. value out of what I'm doing and get the better cards later on, and I feel like I do an all right job of it. Um, and so those are the cards that I definitely want at this point in my collecting because I'll, I'll tell you what I did while I was on the shitter for the last week, you know, Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Well, I don't, I don't want to know about your Brazzers history. (laughs) Nope. Nope. I don't, that's not enough time, but, uh, um, so I, I mean too much time. (laughs) I went through card kingdom and what you can do is filter what you're looking at. And so I went for, commons over five dollars uh uncommons over five dollars rares and mythics over ten dollars to look at the cards and see if i wanted them needed them um oh like what they had not what you're selling yeah correct just the cards that i want i think i only added like 10 cards i was like i don't have that i don't have that because i'm trying to like put more cards on my card sphere wants because it's starting to dwindle a bit yeah not as much action there I was like, I, I just don't have many cards in that range that I want anymore. I'm starting to get into more expensive cards. Mm-hmm. And so That's good. It's, it's good, but it's also like, okay, th- strategies have to change when it comes to finances and what am I doing, what are my targets. And when you get to that big of finances, you know, like four or $500, you got to really like, okay, pinpoint what i want what can i get and what do i want next and just try and not deter from that Mm -hmm. um and and going with that like i remember during the summer when i started buying cards in like august again because i just completely shut down no mail coming in because of covid all of that stuff i was just like really good about it yeah, right in the um, beginning, we all were like, you know, that was new. We didn't know yeah. anything with it, so yeah. you're extra cautious with that. And so, but I had like 300 in card, like credit with Card Kingdom, and I started using that on Ikoria M21 and Battle for Zendikar. And I remember the first time I said it, you were just like, you made this face of just like, I don't know if you should be doing that. You didn't say that, but you made a face. <laughs> I made and, a face. And it stuck with me. Um. And I had used, I used about 200 of it and had like 70 mm-hmm. left over. And I kind of regret that now because mm. I, I got off and like, I want the new stuff. Right. But really what I should have done was like, get, you know what? Get this. I need yeah. to concentrate on what my goals are. Right. Yep. That's, that's good that you're so, getting to that with that. Once you get those, you're done. You don't have to get worry about those anymore. That's. And I guess I got another oh good for you moment, but I'm I'm at the point with this big order that I'm sending in that all I'm thinking about is more specs. I'm like, okay, I am targeting double master stuff and commander legend stuff because double uh, uh, double masters has so much out there. Things are dirt cheap. I'm more trying to get more specs. There isn't really anything. Uh, when I build decks that I'm like, oh, I really wish I had that card. Okay, so I do get an oh, good for you. Oh, well, good for okay, you. Okay, so one thing that I was wondering when you are telling me about that was, are you going to be aiming for, like, the alternate art big-time cards, like the Swords of Feast of Famine? Uh, uh, 
I have all of them. But like, is that something that you want to spec, for spec on? wise? Yeah. So to be honest, I think I'm shooting for like the full art soul ring foils or the full art foil. Oh, for Some, commander legends for, for commander legends for double masters. I actually think I might buy them out of their, um, um, what's the one that I really like the land, the returning the artifact. Why am I brain farting? Oh, Academy ruins. Academy Ruins. Their Academy Ruins are around 15 bucks for foil full arts, which remember I bought it off of eBay or TCG for 21 and I thought that was a good price. So <laughs> I'm going to probably buy them out of that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go for the higher ticket stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to go like for Jace full art or anything like that. I, I don't know if I'm going to go for the swords either but I'm going to get maybe the mid range. So like your $30 range, 15 to $30 I range mean, stuff. I am super tempted in buying like the stone forge mystic alt art. Like yeah. That thing I is got some of the I best love. art. I love it. So I opened that in the pack. Oh. Yeah. That, I opened that in the pack and that is my favorite art out of the entire set for that, you know? And then I, it, there's just so many buys of the stuff recently and everything just kept going down. And so that's, I'm like, I, I'm going to get the ones that make sense from card kingdom. Cause we both know that card kingdom is a more high, uh, price yeah. stuff. They yep. up their price. They make up for that 30% extra you get for your buy list. You gotta uh, be savvy some, with what right. you're buying from them. Right. So that's why Academy ruins. I might pay, take from them because that's pretty close to what you can get. If you buy from TCG, I think I was seeing it for 12, 13 bucks. Mm-hmm. So you, you're, you're giving two bucks back, but to get it, you know, for my buy list stuff and all that. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'm going to do one card that's for my toolbox unless it's like an upgrade of some sort, but I think everything's going to be more specs putting, I did use some stuff that's collection wise. Like I got, um, oh, it's not sitting next to me. It's that, um, the, the dark steel, uh, the armor that's indestructible dark steel plate. Yeah. I believe it is. Yep. Uh, so that I had two of them and I was like, why do I have two of them in my above binder? So there, I might do maybe one card for my toolbox and then everything else is going to be specs. You know, I might pick mm-hmm. out one, Probably a land because you know me and special lands, utility lands. <laughs> I'll get maybe me. Uh, something I don't have, which I can't think off the top of my head. What's something that a good land that you need to have? I can't even think of one that I don't. Oh, God, I keep bragging. Guy's oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, guys. I can't believe you missed that, Dig. Yeah. <laughs> I've been missing it. I've been, uh, I got this wound and I've just been pouring salt in it myself and I've been waiting that for you. That you actually have one though now. So oh, it doesn't hurt as bad, but it's still yeah, I know. there. I, I mean, <laughs> you stole that card from me for like 20 I years. I did not so. steal. It was, a, it was a legit trade before Scry was out and before the internet was out. Scry was a magazine for all you young bucks out there. That's how we used to determine each month. Let's look at Scry. Oh, my card went up. My card went down. I became a beer drinker drinker because of how bitter I came from that trade. That's that's why you like the sours so much. The sours and the bitters (laughs) and the just. Mm. Hey, but you have one now. So you got it. Keep saying that. All right. You got it. It's hey, you worked at a goal just like your your dual lands you're getting. You're yeah. working at that goal and you're yep. getting it. I'm proud of you. So that's <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't I don't normally achieve my goals. And so I did I did get a guy's cradle though. So I'm happy. And about that. 
I promise you I will have a proxy for you. What? I already did Underground Sea. And what's the one you're buying? What's the next one you're getting? Volcanic? Volcanic. I think you just hey, did that too. You have proxies for that. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be I'll be asking you for that here soon. Sweet. All right. Uh let's get into our actual episode. So what are we actually doing today? Twenty minutes in, we are gonna tell you what, yeah, what but this that episode was almost is. like its own segment right there. That <laughs> it was, was actually and, like what's that was going actually on. Re- we could cut our what legit. we were gonna talk about. <laughs> we don't need to do Smith Savant today. Yeah. No, we definitely do. Because <laughs> I got a cool little song with it. <laughs> okay, yes, we do that. Uh, okay, it's so the it's, only one that has like a legit opener, which I wouldn't necessarily say it's legit, but it's an opener. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Smith Savant. And, and you got clearly. a ninety five last week. I mean, come on. And then that we was, have we're doing one spec to rule them all. Wait, hold on. You should probably do that one. One. No. No, you, you, you just go ahead. Keep to going. Do them all. Yeah, uh, one spec. And that we're, we're focusing on mystery boosters, and I'm not super confident in mine. I like Adam's, <laughs> though. <laughs> I didn't steal it. I just, uh, I kind of sabotaged you before the episode started. So, yeah. I mean, you had a good point. So I'm glad I didn't look foolish. <laughs> Ish, ish. Uh, and then we're going to concentrate uh, our main segment on shutdown cards. Yeah, do it in a deep voice. Like what I just Shut did? Shut down or? cards like that. Yeah, no, like you that. did great right there. What do I need? No, because I don't want to be. Shut down under... cards. There we go. <laughs> Felt like I was talking to Paul Bunyan or something. <laughs> you were talking to Paul Bunyan yeah, or talking that's like... That's how I would talk to Paul Bunyan. He, you, you would talk to him in a deep voice. I'm like, hey, how's it going? It, like, in my normal voice? I don't know. I don't need to... <laughs> he's I need big to guy. compensate. All right. <laughs> uh, so basically, we're going to be concentrating on... like the Adam's been thinking about this for a while, so he really likes the card Nature's Wrath, um, and I went along with it once home reacher and opposition agent kind of came yeah. out. So it kind of pulls the whole, these cards are being played to stop your opponents from doing stuff that they want to be doing. And you don't want them to be doing anyway. So, so it's a lot of hate cards that yeah. really just shut down the game until they are out of play. And you they're know. not too narrow. Cause I've, I've been noticing very narrow hate cards mm-hmm. on the rise. Um, and maybe we talk about that a little bit later too, but yeah. Um, sweet. And um, now the tags. All right, so oh, you guys right. can uh, follow us on Twitter. Wow, I did Twitter first. That's not how I normally do this. You can. Why don't you go to Twitter. the? Yes, you can follow us on Twitter. But first, go to the Discord if you want to uh, donate to our show. A dollar gets you into the Discord, also gets you into the Battle Box League, which it's still not late, too late to get into that. Uh, Lowry doesn't even have his box yet. I don't have my box yet. (laughs) He's in the league, but he doesn't have his box yet. Uh, You have until the 27th before the new packs, like everybody can open four new packs. Uh, We have prizes. The prizes have been arriving. Uh, $5 or more gets you the proxy of the week. Uh, you can also see the proxy of the week in, not in, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is hashtag proxy of the week. Also, you can see when Larry doesn't share stuff. And it's normally not with me, oh, which is always dude. fun. I don't know if you saw that one last night, the eggnog and bourbon. Oh, the eggnog. How was so that? So good. 
My wife eggnog eggnog is, is bourbon. Bourbon. Oh, I'm drinking yes. wine is right that now, it, and I'm is it, gonna be drunk. <laughs> nice, drunk with with your uh, puberty voice. Perfect, perfect combo. Perfect is that one. the one uh, with what's a Tom and Jerry? Isn't that with bourbon? Oh, Have you had is. that? But it's not hot. It's egg- like Tom and Jerry's, I think are hot or warm. <sighs> You this. might be right. Tom and Jerry. I'm going to see what the drink is. Jerry drink. That didn't really help me at all. Egg. Oh, eggnog and brandy and brandy. rum added to okay. and served hot. You're right. Hot. Yeah. No, I had a non-related uncle serve me a Tom and Jerry at Christmas. And I was like, this is, I'm again, I'm drinking beer probably because of that. That's, oh, it was hard. To, warm, like just warm strong. liquor. Have you ever tried to oh. drink hot liquor? Yeah, I've had a Tom and Jerry. <laughs> it's not good. Well, have you, like haven't you, you done like it just like envelops your nose and you're like, <clears throat> haven't you ever like spiked a coffee during uh, your morning? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it I had cold like coffee. A, <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Uh, I've done the uh, like that's Halloween. Not a bad we, idea. I'm gonna hide Bailey's in the basement right we did uh baileys in our coffees while we were walking with the kids for halloween uh yeah. us and the neighbor parents it's uh, pretty delicious mm-hmm. uh okay so that was not sharing with adam uh you can also direct message us there oh youtube was the freeway i missed that part you, that's no, how my that's my transition you it's YouTube yeah the transition how you support I'm, us the freeway there you go. Go check videos to come, which they are. I promise yeah, they are we, coming. We, we are actually starting to get talk about it and a little yes. bit more serious. And even Twitch is coming possibly. That is work in progress, but it is coming. And then that'll also be on YouTube's. So there's that. And then uh, the other way to direct message us is to shoot us an email at Gmail. It is also where you uh, tell us what proxies you want when you become a patron. So there's that little inside info. Uh, okay. I think that's it. We're done with all this. I can put this sheet away. Yay. Let's move into the episode. Episode with this one. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. I love how you assume it's everybody's favorite game show. It is. It's, it's gotta be. It's everybody's forced to listen to game show. <laughs> you know what I realized last week too is that um, I can and actually two things. My when I do my Twitch stream mm-hmm. when I'm on and doing the proxy of the week. Remember how like I, I did it the uh, not proxy of the week. I did um, proxy time and then I tried to like play my music and then YouTube flagged me and they're like, if you had more viewers. <laughs> You wouldn't get money for this, but uh-huh. luckily you don't have enough viewers. So <laughs> we're just warning you <laughs> this kind of throw it in our face. <laughs> this doesn't get tagged on YouTube. So I think this is going to be my background music. Okay. Do you think that's a little too much for uh, doing a proxy and having some Diablo music in the background? I think or do you think it should do some it like jamming? Jamming? Or, or do you think it should be more jamming? We're kind of doing on-air production. What do you meeting. mean jamming? Like... You know, like some like techno or some dubstep as my background music. Is it music. not going to be able to do that? Can I listen to dubstep? I definitely will listen to dubstep if they want flash. Yes, but if it's like from your library, it'll get flagged unless you do the like free ones. Like if YouTube's algorithm, whatever is listening to the, the videos you put out, if it can 
recognize a song, it's going to go boom. You are trade. You, you're you're doing this. So this does not get caught. Like I've looked at it to make sure this mm-hmm. it doesn't know Diablo music. How about how about if I mouth sing dubstep and then record that and then play that in the background? <laughs> you gotta <laughs> that would be so like dance music like. It'll be terrible. <laughs> so you're doing sandstorm or sandstorm with that? Yeah. Do 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 <laughs> Can we just have that sounder in the background? <laughs> just, <laughs> All right. For sure going to get through my Diablo little bed because uh, we've talked a lot like the episode. We're half an hour into this and we're just no, we're getting not. to our yeah, first. Yeah, we are. Hold yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you guys don't know how this works, I am going to read the flavor text of a card. And Mr. Lowry, our little savant here, is going to guess what the card is. I will give clues. Uh, every clue I give is minus five points. He starts off with 100. Every time he and or asks a question and gets it wrong, so if he gets a no, he can only ask me yes or no questions. If he gets a no, it's minus 10 points. I will give him roughly 30 seconds between each clue to work it out. Uh, it's roughly 30 seconds. If he needs a little more and wants to make a guess, uh, he can. And he can make as many guesses as he wants between clues and, like I said, yes or no questions. Okay. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> By the time your knees have worn through your robe, you may have begun to learn your place. Man, I read that all weird. <laughs> By the time your knees have worn through your robe, you may have begun to learn your place. Blind obedience? God damn it. <laughs> did I get that? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> man i had so much on this dude so i had the color and then i was gonna say the picture features someone on their knees oh yeah and then i had uh the casting cost and i had the type then i had one foil printing but three total printings Mm. set is from gate crash other sets is commander 2016 17 and finally the card features extort those are all the clues that i had for you and you just there's it sounds like you worked really hard on this (laughs) damn it I need to start doing multiple cards so I have a backup that if you get it on one. No, that's and fine. really we, I we're we're at I should have it minutes. if you get it on one. I have I should have a shot glass here that if you get it on one, I take a shot. And it doesn't matter right now that I'm doing it. Uh it's not video, but when we get to video it'll be a lot better. God damn it. Okay, so our, that's our technically first hundred percent. The uh, goblin bombardment was kind of like, ah, oh, he's gonna get this one. Mm. <sighs> All right. Well, hey, I don't have to restart the Diablo 2 thing. <laughs> You're acting... It, it worked. It's a real downer when I get it that quick. Yes, <laughs> it is a downer. So the, the funny thing is, I'm going to give you a little backstory to this one. The card that sent me down the wormhole this weekend was Blind Obedience, and I didn't want to say that. Oh. in. I didn't want to have it in your head if I mentioned that. Okay. So Blind Obedience foils I picked up in like 2018 for four bucks a piece. And now they're 16 bucks oh, yeah, and the non foils have gone up 
uh, to like six, I think. What is blind obedience at? But yeah, so I didn't want to mention that when I was like, yeah, I went down the wormhole <laughs> with blind obedience because that would be in your head. But yeah. Well, good job, Lowry. The last two weeks. Don't sound so sad. How about you congratulate to... me? You already Well, did. okay. It doesn't matter. How did you work this one out? Just because of the knees thing and all that? And what, what made you figure that one out? I don't know. You don't know? You just had enough wine in you that uh, just, helped you it guess? It just came to me at this point. <laughs> I, I mean, it just, I've probably, you know, I've probably read it. It made sense. So I went with it. <laughs> well, yeah, to get in the mind of that savant, it's pretty deep there. <laughs> I just heard words and I went blind obedience. <laughs> like, <laughs> so did it give away by him saying uh, kneeling and all his knees and the robe or what? That's what I'm trying to break down. Like what, what is uh, it that got I, I you to go? I understand that, but I, I don't know. It's not that deep. <laughs> just, it kind of yeah. just comes. Just the top of my head. Uh, yeah. And it wasn't. Oh, it on kinda, top of your head. Yeah, just kind of comes. Nice. Lucky. Uh, <laughs> all right, whatever. Uh, no, I'm impressed. Maybe I'm just getting I'm better at mad. this. Like, it just yeah. took some rust to get off. and Yeah. It, just, it, it needed the uh, goblin bombardment to start you on this, like, this tear. Oh, so that was 100. You need to find the confidence And then it was 95. <laughs> yeah. It's the inner strength yeah. that I have. Uh, um, I'm going to just start Next week's going to be harder. Oh. Oh, oh that was, I mean, that's a lot harder than like, um, blasphemous act or vampiric tutor, or like you were choosing some cyclonic rift. All those were easy, easy. Cards that I you see struggled. a lot. <laughs> All right. I am impressed. I am impressed. All right. <clears throat> so now we are getting to our shutdown cards, which best segment Starter right here. Box topper! <laughs> oh, all right. So these are cards that we feel best hurt everybody else but you. There are some cards that we do have that uh, will affect everybody, but really just shuts down the board. And really what triggered this, like Larry mentioned earlier, Nature's Wrath when I played that with my Daryl deck, uh, which we talked about those last week, right? Was that Spotlight? We did. Okay, uh, when playing that, it affected, I got lucky, it got all three players, but it really shut them down from doing anything. And so it kind of triggered that, especially with the new cards that Lowry talked about too that just came out. Um, there's are, a lot of cards better. out there that can, that are much better. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> no, wait until you see Nature's Wrath. It's pretty brutal. It's it's a brutal card. Uh, but yeah, so we've kind of broken this down into a few categories. Um, we have draw, kind of shut down, search, shut down, creature, attack, shut down, permanent shutdown, spells, shut down, and land shutdown. So we're going to kind of go over some of the main ones. It's not going to be all of them. You may have some other ones that you think. And if you do, uh, feel free to shoot us a message actually on Twitter. Nope. Yeah, just, right on there. Because I'd like the to know. Algorithm I, and make a comment yeah. on <laughs> yeah. 
some, you know. or if you're in the discord, go ahead and shoot us a message on there and be like, Hey, these are some ones that also I like to use. And if you like I, to I use these, it means you're a dick. From Woodbury giving us a good solid yes. list. <laughs> he does do a good job oh, of that. Yeah. His, his cards are fantastic. He, I'm surprised he doesn't have a podcast to compete against. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just, he, he's able to talk to everybody. He kind of does. He's like, on. it's like AJ with his uh, memes, which I hope he's making Yo, a I'm meme of come jealous. on your head because you said that word. And because it should what? be a meme. You said something about coming on your head, so <laughs> came to your head. Oh, well, so that should be his, his little meme, an I obvious think. Obvious meme, and I'd prefer <laughs> not to have a meme of come on my head because that'd definitely be the one that like goes viral. Yeah, that's the one that makes us. We look back and how'd you guys go from a little podcast to this juggernaut well it all goes back goes to, back to AJ one of our listeners aj head. made Meme. put come on lowry's head but not really Never. it was like figurative <laughs> funny not literal gross oh man this is stupid something about mary that's how you should do it stretch it out so it's just <laughs> Larry's hair. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the work for AJ. So now he's just like searching for this. Like, all right, come on. Yeah. Uh, okay. So why don't we just start this off? Uh, was there anything else you wanted to add to the, nope. to the actual segment and not the coming on your head? Nope. Okay. So why don't we start off with our draw package of shutdown cards? Uh, do you want to start us off Lau? Yeah, let's go with the one that I brought up earlier with Hull Breacher, new from Commander Legends. And basically, if an opponent is drawing a card, instead they do not draw that card unless it's their first draw per their beginning of their turn, and you create a treasure token. So this stops people from... And it has flash, right? So if somebody's yeah. playing like Brainstorm... You just flash this in. You get to make three treasure tokens, and they got to put two cards from their hand on top of their library. Oh, like, how I didn't even think of that. That's, that's, like, that's terrible. <laughs> that is really bad. Um, and there's a bunch of different ways to abuse a whole breacher type trigger. Um, it's just a brutal card. Like yeah. the fact that it's not your like the other ones that we have on here is also Notion Thief, which mm-hmm. allows you to draw a card if it's not if it's your first card but anything past that they get to draw your card yeah and so the same trigger and same thing with narset partner of veils just nothing happens for you but they don't get to draw those cards doesn't have flash but like the big thing about these kind of cards are just like it stops can tripping it stops um any way of you trying to get ahead in card advantage with the mm-hmm. draw mechanic if we're and one of the most that. important things when we talk about when we build decks and everything is the draw part having that continue all your decks should have multiple cards that allow you to draw that just helps you move the game along yep. especially when you're mid late game yep. you don't want to be just top decking everything so they all your decks should be tuned to draw more cards and these just shut it down mm-hmm. and it sucks i can tell you from league play few people have hall breacher okay. and it's not a fun card to play against yeah. like i i know i think i talked about it last week maybe but when number two got it out 
I just killed him. I had to kill. I either had to kill it or kill him. I had no op, no way of killing the hall breacher, so I just went all out at him because I needed to draw more cards. Uh, so it, it can make you a target, which is probably going to happen. But if people don't have an answer for it, you really can shut down that game. Yeah, I mean that's where you would want to almost like bring up a deal, like with any of these cards. It's just like, hey. I'm basically going to target you unless you block with Hull Breacher, Notion Thief. Um, and if that's what that's you want, point. then that's what you want. If if you want to block with it and kill it, um, then I don't have to target you. That's probably how I would work those kind of cards. Um, it's that, like, it's I'm still bartering with them. Like, w- if somebody has a Cyclonic Rift, I'm just going to go after them to force them to play it. But yeah. here I'm going like, these are your two options. I'm coming at you or you block and then the game goes back to normal. And that might be yeah. just for a lot of these cards too of just like, look, you're fucking with my strategy. I got to go at you hard or um, you got to get rid of it. Yeah, but th- that's the hard part was a lot a lot of these besides the creatures is you have no way of getting rid of it unless you're targeting. But that's the point of it. As we'll get to some of these yeah. in a little yeah. bit, but um, so <clears throat> a couple of ones that also in our draw pack package is uh, this one's brutal. I've used this, uh, it's in one of my decks, uh, I believe it is it's my um, Grenzo because he plays from oh, the bottom of your yeah, library, yeah. but Sire of Insanity. So you play this card down the first end step, everybody discards oh. their hand. So no matter you, you draw cards on other people's, you're going to be discarding everybody's end step. So at least you get to draw on this one, but you're losing your hand every turn. And the crazy thing is you cast this on your turn and it makes it to the end of your turn. Everybody's hand is just gone. Mm-hmm. So they have no answer. If they don't have an answer there, everybody's just top decking the rest of the game. Um, yeah. It's an awful oh, you game want to talk to about the against. other? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about that one's not as one-sided because it hits you. So you, the reason you would play that one is it has to fit with what your deck mm-hmm. is doing. Uh, but the other one that, that is beneficial, you want to talk about that one, the blue guy? Well, Ginger Taxius, I mean, similar effect of what we're kind of talking about is just like, doesn't matter how many cards you're drawing in a turn or whatever, but at the end of your turn, when you're discarding your entire hand, um, it just, it kills you because you're yeah. not playing on other people's turns. Um, you know, like how are you drawing on other people's turns after you've discarded your entire hand, right? Yeah. Um you you're just kind of shit out of luck and it's just you're not playing counters magic, you're not doing any tricks um unless it's on board and it's very obvious and it just ends up really slowing down the game for everybody but the person that's drawing seven cards from owning Gintaxius core yeah. auger um so they they both have very similar effects of just like you have no hand at the end of your turn yeah the difference is is Jin affects people when they get to their mm-hmm. turn whereas sire does it on every so at the <laughs> it hits everybody right away whereas Jin at least allows everybody to play their hand when it's their turn and then at the end of that then they lose yeah. their hand so they're so it's a little more fair no i'm just kidding it's not that <laughs> I would rather have Jin out than I had than have Sire of Insanity out because well you get I mean you're you you're get not you wrong. don't have like to discard. if somebody has a Wrath in hand they can potentially Wrath away Jin Gataxius. 
but at the end of mm-hmm. your turn, any wrath in hand goes away with Sire Insanity. Like, yeah. it's, you have to be, you either have to have mana open, instant speed removal on Sire, or you have to top deck it. Yeah. Like, or, or counter. <laughs> or counter it. Counter yeah. Spell. I mean, yeah. so like that kind of, that card, if you're able to play from your graveyard or like with Grenzo, the, the bottom of the library, like, that's how you're gaining your card advantage and yeah. it doesn't affect you nearly as much. Yeah. Uh, I believe, is there anything else from our draw package? That was, that was my list. So there's definitely okay. other cards. Yeah. If you guys have some other ones to add on there, we there's a lot of uh, different variations, which we might, might expand onto this. So giving us some more suggestions is probably good because we might actually, we have a bigger list uh, that we might do as a kind of a replacement cards like we did before, but we might call it a little something else. That's some foreshadowing. Oh, somebody's going to steal that from us. I should, I should Don't. Uh, blank that all out. <laughs> oh, way, commander's quarters. <laughs> uh, Shit. Yeah, I'm drunk. You right. know who you are. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I like when Larry has some wine in him. Uh, okay. So the next one is our search shutdown card. So, the one the the newest one to talk about is opposition agent which that just you know what that does because we've been talking about it but it's at flash speed as well and whenever your opponents are searching through their library you take control of that search and then i think it's it gets exiled and then you may play that card uh, for as long as it remains exiled uh this just completely shuts down everything um especially people that play a lot of tutors you don't even necessarily need to play tutors it's the fetch lands you go to fetch Mm -hmm. i will say i just used this for the first time against gwen in a league because there isn't a lot of uh tutors you have vampiric tutor and then you have a couple of lands and was it three wishes or three visits three visits yeah three visits kadama's reach Yeah. Okay. So there's a few. So (laughs) I just wanted to play the card to get it out. And so I, you know, it's at flash speed. She did that. And I was like, I I get your forest. (laughs) She's like, what you're taking? This is like mid game. So it was like, not a big deal. (laughs) I was like, I just wanted, I wanted to steal something like just nobody's playing tutors. So I steal your search and I get your forest. Uh, One thing that I did have a question. You, I saw you talking on the discord with this. Are, did you ever figure out if you're able to look at that person's hand oh, and everything? Yes. yes, you do. So essentially any information that you can get from as as the player. So if, if you're going and searching, <clears throat> at any time you can check your hand, look through your library, uh, check morphed cards. You, you mm-hmm. can do that anytime. Like there isn't any designated time that you're looking at that. Yeah. And so opposition agent, when you are controlling them during that search, you are able to do those kind of things. See cards that are in exile if you're able to. Um, and so that's pretty sweet. It's, it's kind of like it allows you to see that information. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not able to do anything else, but seeing that. Yeah, you, Cause you're in the middle of an act. So you can't like <clears throat> cast their instance from their Correct. hand, but you can definitely look at is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's pretty sweet that's really good um okay so what's some other search stuff we have here <clears throat> um and and so i one that has killed me 
<laughs> multiple turns <laughs> after suicide. I realized that I died, but Obnixilis Unshackled. Um, and that's if you go searching, uh, you lose 10 life and you got to sacrifice a creature. And um, I mean, the situation where I died was I had one on board. You had cloned it and Cop- somebody else yeah, copied it, yeah. had Vesuvend, like also cloned it or had their own. So there was two on board against me, but three on board. And then there was a wound reflection on the other side of the table. And so that doubled the damage. And I don't, I think I was at 40 and I went and searched uh, for a land. It almost got all the way back to me. I was like, oh shit. I searched. All right. One, two. I just lost 20 life. Trombley on oh, the other shit. side of the, I'm dead. Uh, other side of the <laughs> table's like wooden reflection. You're fucking dead. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but nobody was searching other than me because I got balls. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I was oh, good for you. Real, <laughs> yeah. We're real good. Do you have other searches? I didn't have a lot of search on mine. Okay. Uh, there is Stranglehold, which is an enchantment from oh, the yes. commander. Uh, and that stops people from taking extra turns. And and that's opponents. Opponents, yeah. Yep. Opponents, extra turns, stop, and opponents stop searching. So that's just like a straight hate card. Um, yeah. And then there's also Ashiok Dreamweaver, which oh, is good point. the, yep, the uh, uncommon from War of War the, the Spark. Spark. Uh, that doesn't allow opponents to search, and then it's also good graveyard hate. Yep. So I I look at those three or four. I haven't played Stranglehold in a long time because we don't have anybody taking extra turns in our group. Yeah. But if there were was somebody, I'd I'd try and play that hate card for sure. But yeah, it's mainly the uh, searching on that one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, then we move into our creature slash attacking, uh, stopping stuff with that. So the poster child here is Nature's Wrath. <laughs> it's not the poster child, but it is the one. That. It is the one that started uh, this whole segment idea. So yeah. Nature's Nature's Wrath. It's the one that we talked about last week with uh, Daryl. Uh, it's the reserve list enchantment for cheap, yep. uh, but it's two and four, two green and four colorless. Uh, and that's the one It has uh, an upkeep of one green each turn. And then whenever any player plays a uh, black permanent or a uh, swamp, they have to sacrifice a black permanent or a swamp. And then the same thing is with blue, blue permanent or an island you have to sacrifice. This just shuts down people from playing potentially land or playing their color that they're playing. Um, kind of sucks but it's kind of sweet when you're not those colors. <laughs> yeah. And I think it, with it hitting two colors, that's what makes it in this. Otherwise yeah. I wouldn't put this in here. Cause the, and, and this specific. is where I think, um, where I foreshadowed a little bit earlier, I've definitely noticed cards that hate on certain cards or certain colors have gained value and probably traction on what's being played. And I personally don't like playing those kinds of cards. No. Um, so like a card like insight, it's a enchantment from tempest, but it's like 
gone up to like three, four dollars, and you get to draw a card anytime a green spell is played. Yeah, I just, I don't. It's just so narrow. Even yeah. though like greens played a whole ton, it's just tough because it's 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 almost like calling out a tribe and being like, whenever a human human is the most uh, uh, common creature type. Whenever a human comes in play, draw a card. Well, unless you're playing the human deck. Like, you have to yeah. be the one. The thing, even with Nature's Wrath, it being two colors, um, there's a couple things that go into this. The The worst, it is, worst case scenario in that deck is that I'm just drawing three cards when I give somebody zombies. Like, that's the worst case scenario. I don't think I would play this card... Uh, especially if you have blue or black, you're not playing it in those decks. No. So nope. that's cut out there, but I don't know if I was just playing a mono green deck, if I had no other benefit with it, I don't know if I would play this card. You know, it fits really well with Daryl. I think it is a good mm-hmm. card. It hitting two main color staples is pretty amazing. I think for me, for this one to be more commonly used it would need to be a three color it would need to hit the three babies black green and blue mm. um well in in giving an example there's a reason why red elemental blast is more expensive than blue elemental blast because everybody what plays red blue is it it yeah red hates on blue because that's played a ton blues hates on red Red's not as good. You'd, right. you'd rather play another counterspell. Counterspell. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so that that's that difference. I don't even play that kind of card like no. Hydroblast, Red Elemental Blast. Those are are just like too narrow for me. Right. Um I've even played um shit, what is it? I think it's called Submerge. Uh and it's an instant instant from Nemesis. And you can play it for free if somebody has a green creature in play. I had that as uh, I was trying to cascade off of it with Yidris. Yeah. Is that right? Um, and nobody fucking had green creatures. <laughs> it's like, this and it was a, like a four or five person game. Yeah. At that point, I was like, nobody nobody has green. Great. Well, uh, one of the most common and nobody yeah. has it. <laughs> and I was, and again, I was doing it for the sake of cascading for free off of five mana at CMC. Mm-hmm. And I had to just hard cast it. Um, and that was, I was not happy about that. Yeah. So the, like, once you get burned a couple times on how narrow that kind of card is, unless you've planned on it or have some way to get rid of it out of your hand like if you don't need it yeah then there's because like nature's wrath if nobody's playing black or blue even though like it's two colors but okay think about this like go with the iona uh debate like if you're shutting it comes into play you name a color they can't nobody can play that spell yeah opponents can if it's only hurting one player, like is that is that something that you want to be doing in a deck? Yeah, because that kind of like, that just eliminates a player out of the game. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, no, yeah, <laughs> that's not something that I want to be doing. So right. I'm not looking to really hate out a player with these kind of that kind of hate card. Yeah, but when you're going with Nature's Wrath and you're hitting two and you're it it has the it gets the um, potential to be in a deck. I, yeah. 
to be honest, like I was saying, Daryl, it fits perfectly in that deck. Yes. Other than Daryl, I don't know if I would play it. You know, I'm not, I'm playing a mono green deck or green red deck, maybe green white. Those are the only, you know, combos you're going to be dealing with because you don't want to deal with the black and blue. So it's like, how often are you playing those combos? (laughs) That's the other option is like, normally I'm probably going to have black or blue in there. But anyway, so like, I, I really like it in your Daryl deck. Yeah, I think it, it's perfect it works, in there. Sits perfect in there. So, but a card that's like it, uh, you want to talk about that one? The uh, the black one, black enchantment. Uh, Tainted Aether. Yeah. Okay, so Tainted Aether is whenever a creature comes into play under a player's control or as an opponent. It is player. a player, so this does affect you as well. This does affect you, so we're cheating on what we're saying. But <laughs> there's a couple uh, that of that player here. sacrifices a creature or a land, and so this um, one hits everybody. You know, this is mm-hmm. not narrow casting, not going for just two colors. This is going to people most likely good per- percent uh, people are playing with creatures, and this is going to hit those players. Uh, but so it's also going to hit you. Creature, or does it say creature card? When a creature comes into play, its controller sacrifices a creature or a land. So that that I mean, that's something that you can play around with too by like giving people creatures. Oh yeah, you could. Yeah. And um, oh man, oh and that's the wrong colors. It's like Daryl, it works perfect. Give them three zombies. <laughs> Yeah, so that that'd be cool. I I was thinking that's where you kind of like pulled it from the same nature's wrath idea. Um so like but that's if you're a low creature deck, I I I can totally see tainted aether stopping everybody and it's just kind of like a niche deck where you're just like I'm fine casting my one or two huge beaters that I can protect, sacrifice my land. Right. I'm good to go. Yeah. That is a good point with that. Um, and it is it is when it comes into play, so you don't even have to have the cast. So you can't cheat around that. You get around tokens, or you don't get around tokens. Tokens don't get around yeah, this, no. which is kind of nice. Uh, another one that affects just everybody, but it's a, it's a horrible card, but it's humility. This card sucks. <laughs> I hate when this card comes out. Yeah. But it does. It stops. It shuts down the board when it comes out. Uh, what that one is, it's a white enchantment, two white, two colors. Uh, each creature loses all abilities and is a 1-1 one, one creature. It's just, okay, we're not playing anymore. <laughs> uh, but when you play this card, because it is affecting you, I guess it, I I don't own this card, so I haven't played with this. Um, but how I see it is you're playing with a lot of tokens. You don't care that your creature's lose their abilities and then you just basically i guess i would see it as you're playing like overrun effects where you're you're pumping up your creatures or you have enchantments and stuff that are doing Mm -hmm. stuff to get through and kill everybody because this shuts down everything because they lose all their abilities and they just turn into one ones uh you you have this card don't you i just got it oh you did back in the spring okay jake had this yeah i was gonna say jake had this card and so this is where like i half learned how to play against it this is the kind of card that does really well against people that put really powerful creatures in their deck because when you're paying a ton of mana to put out 1-1 one, one with no abilities, that's great for the humility player. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I, and I don't remember. I don't know if you remember the situation. So I was playing. This is sixty card casual. Um, Jake, our cousin Jake, has out humility, and I'm playing a uh, Giltleaf Arch Druid deck, where mm-hmm. I'm I'm playing a bunch of druids, and then Giltleaf Arch Druid steals lands if you tap seven druids. Yep. So most of mine are like Land of War Elves and that kind of card. And so he plays Humility, and I go, I look at my hand, I go, oh, okay. I go, I drop out my hand, basically, because I was just at that point. I had a bunch of 1-1s that couldn't tap for mana, but still Mm 1-1s. He didn't have anything. I was able to kill him. Just by attacking with the 1-1s. Yeah, Yeah. just attacking with the 1-1s, because I was able to run out really quick, because it changes the strategy. Uh, And then I play leave Archdruid, steal all your land and just basically win the game. Oh, and so, when we were playing, you're saying, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's the situation. Like, I wasn't playing Guiltleaf Archdruid. I was playing 5-1-1s. Yeah. So it, it, it depends highly on how your deck is built, and you want to kind of work around with that. And there's God Ahead of Awe as well that works there. But... um. You, it's it's definitely one of those cards that you want to change strategies mm-hmm. with if and but it's hard to do that mid game. Be yeah. able to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in, the, in most cases, your your game plan is out the window, and it's just kill the person with humility, kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, do I have the button? Yeah. I do have the button somewhere. Where is the button? Ah, oh, there it is. Kill him. Mary and I went skiing. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> When you did the kill, I was like, whoa, the button changed. <laughs> I didn't realize. Did I sound like Jim Carrey? Yeah, there? Did I, do I was like, whoa, I, I didn't know I shortened it to that. Just right away, kill him. That was pretty good. Uh, okay, what do we have left? We have creature humility we got done there. Uh, uh, overburden is overburden. a cool card. You don't really know about that one. I don't think so. I have to look at it. Maybe. So it's whenever a creature card comes into play on a, a player's uh control they have to return a land back to their hand and so that that again changes your strategy of i don't want to play a bunch of little creatures i want to just start playing one big creature Mm. and being almost like and just like okay one land back to my hand but i get to play this five five flyer doom whisper let's just like that's what i'd rather do than like a bunch of little guys so it's one of those cards that really make you like reevaluate how you're playing the game the interesting thing, I don't know if you noticed that, is it only affects creature cards, not creature tokens. Yep. yep. Which the old way of reading it says whenever a player puts a creature card into play, that's its way of saying non-token. We probably look up what the... Uh, I'll, I'll look up what the actual wordage says. You want to go with another one? Uh, okay, so the next one is a newer one and was one of Lowry's... Uh, one speck to rule them all, which is Dranith Magistrate, which is basically all that it's doing is shutting down commanders. Uh, it makes it so you can only play cards from your hand, and since your commander isn't in your hand, you can no longer play it. It also will shut down you know, people playing from their graveyard and all that, but really, this is just your shutdown commander card. Um, is there any others on yeah, there? Yeah, and, and that... It's it's a little narrow, but also like everybody me and has Adam build the the deck around the commander, and there yeah. are some people that don't, and it wouldn't really affect them. Um, 
But for the most yeah, part, when okay. you're playing a commander game, you're wanting to use your commander to do it. You know, there are some games where it just doesn't work. You know, somebody gets going too quick and I just never get around to being able to cast my commander. Uh, you're just preventing the whole time. So there are some times that, but most of the time, like Larry said, we built our decks around that commander, that idea, and you're trying to make it work through that. And this just shuts that down. At the very least, it's that. It can also hit people that are not playing, you know, from their hands when they're casting from anywhere else, top of their library, bottom of their library, like my other deck. Um, it just, it shuts. Mainly it's the commander, but it can shut other things down too. Did you find out anything um, with that? Yeah, going back to Overburden, it does, the errata says non-token creature onto yeah. the battlefield. So if you were in a token deck, that doesn't nearly affect you as much either. Yeah. So, uh, was there any other creature ones that you had? Because I am now into our permanence. Uh, for for attacking, there was Meek Stone. Oh yep, yep. Um, so like you have that in your Arcades deck, so you're that's one of those cards that's kind of one sided, and when Meek Stone is played, there's like two different ways that it happens. Like everybody's tapped out, you play Meek Stone, and their big creatures don't untap. That's a big that's a big dick move right there. And um, the other way is you, you play it right away. And then as people play their big creatures, they're like, I'm not attacking. Yeah. So you're or, just stopping or, people from doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So it like, it's just a good big blocker at this point. Yeah. Um, and so it, it kind of does, it can be worked two different ways, which I, I really like Meek Stone rather well, than. It's a good, it's a good card because it can hit, uh, mid early game, mid game, late game. Like you were yeah. saying, if you hit it late game and everybody has big stuff out, you play it there, their stuff stays tapped. You do it early. It's almost like a blocker hindering people from attacking with those creatures or tapping those creatures. Mm-hmm. So this, this is a pretty decent card, but you got to kind of play around it. You don't want to be that person that is <laughs> with three or greater cards, greater creature cards. Cause then you're also hurting yourself. So this does affect yeah. you as well. And I, and I think, I like Meek Stone better than the Static Orb, which is like all permanents can't be untapped unless you get to untap one or two. There, stasis, that kind of shit. Yeah, that stuff's so awful to play against. So oppressive because it just yeah, <laughs> it sucks. It's, and and so that that I almost never say is like good to play with in Commander. Um, yeah, a lot of this that we point out it's i guess those do cause for planning a little bit but a lot of these is like you can still play it's just really you got to plan this out of how you're going to do things you know mm-hmm. like um stasis man that card sucks <laughs> and stasis he those, sucks because just yeah. everything stays tapped and it sucks um do you have any others on your creature stuff? Nope. That's good. Okay. Uh, let's move into the permanence. Um, the first on my list uh, is actually Karn the Great Creator. I think that's the first mm-hmm. one on my list. Yep. So what that one does is makes us all opponents artifact abilities. Uh, they can't activate artifact abilities. Just shuts them down. Soul Ring doesn't work anymore. All of your Monorocks don't work anymore. Yours do, uh, but everybody else's is shut down. Opponent's equipment can't equip. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I agree. Karn's 
a big shutdown card because artifacts are pretty important in commander yeah um the 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 reason why I generally don't play it is because one of those abilities just doesn't work. It doesn't work with our, but it, it, just think of it. We've talked about it before. If Karn didn't even have that ability on there, this is a good card, you know, like it's shutting yeah. down your opponents, your opponent's stuff, you know, I agree. But I think because it's like, I, I, I exactly know what you're talking about. Cause it yeah. just feels like, ah, that doesn't I can't fit. do all of the things yeah. on there. I don't want to play with this card. It's it. garbage. <laughs> I really think that's why this hasn't... I mean, it took off with... Uh, was it Modern really grabbed onto it a little bit in the beginning with Tron oh, I think and stuff? Legacy did. Or is it Legacy? Oh, there are, yeah, or there's vintage, some Legacy. Maybe. Yep. Historic's playing it. Pioneer, Modern, Vintage. Commander's down there on the list. It's uh, towards the bottom. But I think that's part of the reason that it's not huge in Commander is because you have one ability that just doesn't work. <laughs> um, unless you're playing something that deals with exile. If you're playing with against Eldrazi or you're playing with Eldrazi that exile your stuff, that's the only way you can use that. And it still has to be an artifact. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. but what is... No, it's, <laughs> I don't know why it turns it off for me. It does, um, though. It does the same thing for me. I'm in the same boat, Lau. So one of those cards as well that, like, for artifacts and enchantments, when the card comes down, it just wrecks artifact or enchantment decks, which would be aura shards. Yeah. Um, and when this card comes down, I'm really, really hesitant to play that card unless there is an immediate effect that benefits it otherwise it just gets stuck in my hand yeah because that person that's playing that is playing lots of creatures most likely because they're playing green and green and white so there's tokens coming out um and even if it's not being abused like if you're able to just choose the best artifact or enchantment per turn that's brutal like Mm -hmm. at the very least you're just going out like okay Hopefully this person is good at threat assessment. Number one, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, like, that, are they good at knowing right. what the best enchantment yeah. artifacts on the board is? It is a Number good Number two is, am I trying to cast something that is worse than that, at least by a turn or two? Like, uh, or are they just going to play like brave the sands, destroy everything on board and have an army to boot? I, you know, I, I just it's always a dangerous card when it comes out for sure you're not for like sure. you said you're holding on to your stuff it's well, making it so you're not playing your stuff unless you can get rid of them or get rid of it yeah yep uh is there anything that fit with that other thing because i have well ward of bones is a an amazing card for you as a player <clears throat> when you play this we got it played against us when we went to Bill from Woodbury's house. Yeah. We had this card. I just never played with it. I I, I got it because of him. Oh, you did? Okay. So, threw yeah, it on so my card sphere, eventually got it. I had it as a spec. I bought foil ones uh, back before, um, was it War of the, right after War of the Spark? I'm trying to see because I bought it right before the spike. Yeah, so it was War of the Spark. spark uh, it, start, it jumped up, so... Um, it's oh, that makes sense. a six drop artifact. Each opponent who controls more creatures than you can't play creature cards. The same is true for artifacts, enchantments, and lands. So 
this doesn't have to fit. It can go in any deck pretty much because yeah. who cares? Or the best thing we've talked about this card before, but the best thing to do is be weak on one of those things and no one can play that. Like if you don't have enchantments in your deck, you just shut off enchantments altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not a creature deck, you just shut off creatures altogether. Uh, so it, it can fit into so many decks and it doesn't affect you. Everybody else is wanting you to play more stuff. It's like, come on, just, just play another creature, please. I just I want to play another creature. <laughs> or they're trying to figure out ways to get rid of something they don't want anymore so they can play something that's better in their hand. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a fun card to figure out what you want to play to get around this yeah. or get rid of it. <laughs> But yeah, we, I remember cause I was playing Tulsimir, which is creature yeah. tokens. And I'm like, God damn it. I can't play anything. All my stuff. He only has like a creature out. So I couldn't, I had to figure out a way to get my token to die so that I could play something else from my hand that created a bunch of tokens. And yeah, it's just, it's an interesting card. And then I think the last one on this list is uh Nevenerals disc. This is, yeah, that's an I, interesting play with that one. It, it does similar what? to what you were saying. It does yeah. similar to what the card you were saying before. Or shards. And, yeah. And I might be overstepping here, but this is probably the original Cyclonic Rift where somebody plays this and uh, when it comes, like, you can pay one. It comes in a play tap, but you can pay one, tap it, and it destroys all creatures, enchantments, artifacts. Now, it's great for Planeswalker decks and stuff like that, but... It's basically a threat on board going like, you want to play something crazy? You want to try and combo off? You want to try and do anything? I'm just going to get, I, I can I can handle this. And so it it threatens the board at all time. And yeah. when it comes down, you're like, I, I don't want to play these creatures. Right. I don't want to I'm play not, anything. <laughs> right. And you're I like, will, okay, I'll play these instances and artifacts or like instances and sorceries, not yeah. artifacts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Planeswalkers that you can play though. They, they don't yeah. get affected, yeah. which is nice. And uh, so it's just kind of like it, it stalls the board until they either use it. And that's where I would go like, okay, you got that. I'm just going to attack you until you. Get exactly. That's okay. So I was, I was about, I was trying to jump in and I was going to, I was going to say, Sorry. no, 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 you're fine. You're, you're exactly right with the cyclonic rift because when you had talked about cyclonic rift, earlier i was like this card reminds me of that because if it gets in play i'm trying to make you use it because i'm right now holding a bunch of cards in my hand so guess what all these creatures are now coming at you to try to get you to sack it because i don't want you to wait for the best opportune time for you to get Mm -hmm. it so that player uh if somebody plays that which i've seen this a lot in league because it's in freaking commander legends i actually have one in my deck as well uh when that player has that, I'm trying to get them to use it as soon as possible. <laughs> and that's what you do with Cyclonic Rift. When you know that somebody's holding up seven every turn, especially you, you know you go after that person to try to force them to use it. Yep. And if they don't tap there or don't use it and they were just holding up mana, well, then they're dumb. You should be tapping down to six so Lowry doesn't come after you. (laughs) (laughs) Make it six. Don't make it obvious that you have a cyclonic rift. (laughs) You got to be tricky and maneuver your land so that some are, so it's not obvious you have seven open. (laughs) Spread it out as far as you can across the table. (laughs) Exactly. How many many lands you got on tap? (laughs) How about you count? How about you do that, huh? (laughs) All right, we move into 
spells. Uh, let's see. First one I have on the list is Mana Breach. Mm-hmm. Um, Mana Breach, isn't that the one? I have to remember all this. Uh, it's whenever a player plays a spell, they got to return a land. Return a back land. Their hand. Uh, that just that just gets rough. That's I have not played with this card. I don't think I own this card actually. No, I do so, not. Overburden and Mana Breach are Chulain cards for sure, and I tried to fit them into my Euro deck. Um. Oh yeah, because again, you're, this is yeah. this is one of those that changes strategies if you're even able to. It's the I'm and it, they hurt me dramatically because I'm more of a I want to play a bunch of spells, draw a bunch of cards, do a bunch of stuff, and then pass. Lowry but, hate card. Yeah, it, but what Note you end up self. wanting to do when this comes in is just like play one big spell, return a land back to your hand, Pop and back. that's your turn. Yeah, if that's something you even want to do, um, but you don't want to play multiple spells in a turn. Um, you just you just want to be paying one spell, go. You're yeah. done. <laughs> I kind of want to play this card more. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. All Love right. What, <laughs> what, what's our next one? I'm going to go with a painful quandary. Okay. Uh, this is black card. Whenever an opponent plays a spell, they either have to discard a card or pay five life. Yeah, that gets um, brutal. And this is something where it's it's deceptive, deceptively good. Um, people generally will just be really willy-nilly with it. And it, again, this is one of those, like, you play bigger spells so that it doesn't affect you as much. Mm-hmm. Um, or discard your land or, yeah, you have to really yeah, plan around that. or hold on to cards that you want to discard so it doesn't affect you nearly as much. Um and so it's it's a really really powerful card and it just it's not as obvious although it's probably becoming more obvious because the price is over $10 at this point so people like the card um but I've been playing this since 60 card casual and it's a fantastic card Oh good for you Dang it, yep. I didn't get to the one I wanted to get to Shoot it's <laughs> trying to get to the Zeke one where uh, I was doing the, Oh, good for you, but I hit the wrong one. Uh, okay. Uh, the next one is Lavinia, uh, Azorius renegade. And this one is white and a blue. Uh, each opponent can't, ca- can't cast and its opponent can't cast non creature spells with convert a monocast greater than the number of lands that player controls. So basically shuts off their monorocks in a way. And then whenever an opponent casts a spell, if no mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. Uh, so any of your cascade stuff shuts off that. Um, shuts off free stuff, but it's more of people using Wait, their mana. Rock- last bit? Whenever an opponent casts a spell, if no mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. Huh. So cascade would be turned off at yeah. that point. And like force of will and yeah. force of negation and yeah. And with all the free, yeah, good point. With all the free spells that they've been printing in Commander, this just gets better and better. Yeah. So, um, and this is often paired with land destruction, so that people just can't play spells anyway. Doesn't matter what their rocks are at. So, yeah, cards huge shut dick. down. Huge when you dick. Pair it. All right, what's our next one? I'm gonna go with uh, counterbalance. Yeah, that's um, a good one. <laughs> Especially if you have a way to manipulate the top. 
Oh, for sure. With a sensei's yeah. or something like that. Ugh. Yeah. That, we're talking legacy power level right there, but yeah. the uh, just counterbalance, like I've wanted to add it into decks because Jaw played it in a couple of those games back a couple months ago. Yeah. And it just makes you, it's, you know how when people play or like threaten that they have a counter spell, they're like, hold on, give me a second. Yeah. Uh, that can resolve. <laughs> you mean, like, I will allow it. Counter spell players. It's on the field and then they're just going like, counter that spell or uh you got it good luck yeah um and then if they can manipulate the top like we were just talking then it gets like do i even want to play this spell um do i want to try and bait like do i have enough mana to bait yeah that that's the hardest part with this one is being yeah. the next player after this player because yep. <laughs> you don't know what that top is you know uh you can cast your spell and then it just sucks to be that that next player. If anybody else is there, even if if they can't manipulate it, uh, you want somebody else to cast there so you know what's they can on at top. Least potentially, yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 card probably isn't like shut down in a way of a lot of these cards, but it definitely shifts the game for sure into a what the shit is on top. Right. And and you know, this is something that me and you had to run into when we were playing our cousin Jake back in the day with 60 card casual oh God, with I his counter spell it. deck. It's what has, is, has, has, uh, scarred me for life is why I hate counter spells <laughs> is because of but, that. But it was essentially, it was just like whoever the next player was did not get to play. You, you tried to use up all of his counter spells, like the tapping of wizards, and paying as much one, you still didn't play anything, mm-hmm. but you hope that you used up enough resources of his so that, that the other the player second can. player could yeah. play something. And God, it was the worst. It was it's the was worst. <laughs> because then the other other part of that what sucked is is if that first player didn't have anything or didn't play anything and you're the second player, well, then they're just countering everything. Like it doesn't even matter. It's not like, okay, uh, I'm going to, I don't know. That one's not good enough. No, they're just countering everything because they can. And so it's just to make the decision. Yeah. It's, it's, ugh, ugh. (laughs) hate counter spells. Uh, but yeah, I would say counterbalance really sucks for that next person. Mm Hmm. And they just have to play, they have to, like you said, bait it. You have to go, all right, I'm going to cast this two mana spell to see if I can get it out. Oh, your top is three. Because don't they have to reveal Now I want to see Yeah, they it. have it's to o- reveal it. So you get to find out uh, mm. what it is. So that's kind of how you play it. Um, but it's still, that next player, it really sucks for them. <laughs> yeah, um, and with it, with it being, it's free. It's free. Right. And if they reveal it, it counters that spell of the same CMC. This this kind of stuff can even actually counter spell split second. Um, they're not allowed to manipulate their top in the middle, but if they can, if top it's the right number, a three yeah. from like a crows and grip or something, that would counter a crows and grip. That's kind of crazy. Um, because it's a trigger rather yeah. than activated and, uh, ability right. or a spell. Um, so it's. It's a very powerful card. Uh, okay, next on the list is uh, Void Winnower, and this uh, basically shuts down anybody that's playing even spells. And opponents or opponents can't play even spells, and opponents can't block with uh, creatures with even mana costs. So it's mainly the shutting down 
of the even stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can vouch that I recently played against this with a guy a few weeks ago. Makes and sense. it sucks. <laughs> you really... It shuts you down. You can't play stuff, and it's really bad. Because <laughs> so. the, the thing is, is like whenever I've had to play against it, I remember one but not the other. And oh, so yeah. it's just like... Okay, I can't play these spells, but I'm gonna leave up these blockers. And they come and attack, and I'm like, I'm blocked. Yeah, I've done you the exact same thing. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Yeah, I would have totally done something different then. Yeah, and it's not even that they can't block that person. It's they just can't block. Even can't block. even creatures can't block for opponents. So it's other people can attack you, and yeah. This could have been really good in Marissi. I didn't oh, yeah. think about that. That that could have been really interesting in there. Well, whatever. <laughs> Deck's gone. Trombley, give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I got one more on my list. How many more do you have on your list? Uh, one. Okay. Go for it. Uh, Caravec the Merciless. Uh, this is a legendary creature, red, black. And whenever an opponent casts a spell, they take the damage equal to the CMC of that spell. And so this really makes people think of how much damage do they want to take um are they just they don't if they don't have to cast spells they don't want to if this is if this comes down later in a game uh you know if people are under 20 or even 10 like people just can't play spells or yeah. they'll kill themselves so it just has to be like big plays um if Caravex in play and like situationally i think the card really again shifts games later mid to late game this shifts games early game it's a seven cmc anyway so it's probably not coming down but yeah you're um, mid anyways yeah so i i think this is something that kind of changes stuff and i'm excited and i'm sure zero is really excited for this next one <laughs> dovescape uh it's whenever a player casts a non-creature spell counter that spell that player creates one or x one one white bird White and blue bird creature tokens with flying where X is the converted monica. So only thing you can play is creatures at this point. So any removal to get rid of an enchantment needs to be on a creature already in play. That's true. So this gets a little tough uh, to deal with. Um, it I, sucks. I was just debating on putting this in Alayla this week because then I can, you know, it's artifact enchantment based, but you're creating a bunch of one, one flyers that get the, the boost. Yeah. Um, we kind of got to go fast through these lands because we're at an hour and a half. Already. <laughs> uh, you like, we've already gone over the lands with replacement cards for blood moon. So I, yeah, I, I think, um, you could probably run through them pretty quick. All right. So we'll just, we'll just, uh, Spit out the land ones. Uh, you guys can check those out. But we talked about this. But Blood Moon, you know, does the non-basics into mountains. Magus of the Moon, same thing. Back to the basics. Keeps them tapped. Does the same thing. Uh, contamination is, isn't it whenever somebody taps a land, they sacrifice it's, a land? No, no, no. It, oh, it turns all lands into swamps. Oh, into swamps. That's right. Yep. Turns all lands into swamps. Uh, then we have Vorin Clicks. We all know what that bad boy does. Uh, Hall of Gemstone, at the beginning of each person's turn, they choose a color and all their lands produce that color. So if you're in multicolor decks, it kind of shuts those down. Um, am I missing one here? Winter Orb or Hikori. Uh, oh, keeps, yeah, yeah. Y- you can only untap one land per turn. Yep. 
this is kind of that stat, static orb thing where it just kind of like sucks to play with. Yeah. Um, but it's a definite like stacks and taxes. Those kind of cards really fucking shut down games. If you're looking to be an asshole <laughs> like that much, I, I feel like everything we mentioned was like, you nice. can deal with. Yeah, yeah. You there's a, there's just a, you have a different game plan. You know, when those cards come out, you're like, okay, my game plan was this, but now I have to figure out a way to be able to still play this game. They aren't shutting down as in the game is over. I can no longer play cards. It's just, you have to do things a little differently to figure out a way to figure yeah. out that puzzle. And there are for sure fucking cards like stasis that just ruin the game. <laughs> no <laughs> longer awful fun. to play against. Yeah. They're awful to play with. Um, when it affects everything and does not untap, like it's just terrible, you know, like terrible Vorin clicks. At least you have, it can get, you know, it's removed. Like everybody's trying to figure out a way to get it. Somebody's making the sacrifice of tapping to get rid of it. Um, and it's only your lands, like your creatures can untap and all that, but stasis, man, it just keeps everything tapped and it just. It's terrible. It's so, it's well, terrible. No, yeah, and people will play Stasis with, like, Derefi, where they get to untap their stuff, but not your stuff, and then always able to pay the blue uh, and untap. Like, but it's still, like, it's just, like, a straight, almost, like, win card mm. um, in that deck. And every other deck is just, like, stalls games. So. All right. Uh, let's, uh. One spec to rule them all. All right. So this week we are talking about mystery boosters. Mystery. Uh, I think we're hitting this because I don't know if they're printing this anymore. Do you know if they're coming back? They said they were going to make more, but it just, it feels like these prices, uh, especially the foil cards, we kind of noted, or we were talking about before the cast, um, the non-foils are pretty much at the non-foil prices of the counterparts of those cards. Yeah, it, it almost didn't affect prices. Like, they sunk a little bit, and now they're back. Yeah. So, But the, the foils didn't. They stayed low with a lot of these. And I think uh, there there's probably some, like, like, every pack had a foil, and there's probably more likely for a foil to actually show up. Mm-hmm. But in comparison to older foils, there's there's probably going to be some desirability for these foils. Yeah. So we each picked... There's a few. Like, uh, Lowry got on this uh, about a month or two ago. A few uh, months ago. At this yeah. Point. It's December, When we started... Man. Yeah, it's, it's going by... <laughs> I mean, for us being locked indoors all freaking all the time, it it's still going by fast. It felt like you just did this like a month ago. But it, yeah, you're... Probably right. It was back in September uh, when we started specs again, when we started getting back in before yeah. one spec to rule them all. It was just kind of, we, we were like, hey, there's good cards to pick up. Um, and that actually triggered me on to get on to a lot of these foils. And they're still really good buys. I, I've done this three times now, or I've gone on and I'm like picking up more of these foils. They're so cheap. Like, so th- these aren't the ones that you necessarily have to pick, but these are good ones. Uh, that I think you could jump on. So, Larry, why don't you start us off with your one spec? So, mine's. Do a you want to talk squishy. about? 
Do you want to talk about the one you originally had, or do you just want to skip that altogether? We can we can just skip it. I thought okay. it was a good idea. I mean, it it is. No, it just... it's not anymore. I forgot about. <laughs> okay, it was so I was going to pick send triplets. It was printed in a foil version. Um, I, the problem is, is I missed that it was reprinted in double double masters as well with a foil version. Yeah, I think so that's, that's going to sink the price pretty hard. Um, that's the thing so, that hurt it. That's I, Otherwise, I would have thought that would have been like a for sure pickup. And so not a good one. What I'm going to go with is they have a blasting station that's in foil. Um, and the mystery booster foil version is like $3 or under. You can kind of on TCG, you can find it in the twos. Um, and the non-foils on Card Kingdom are like, so Blasting Station Mystery Foil is three, non-foil Dark Steel is four dollars, and so I'm saying, uh, you know, I think the foil version is going to be clearly more expensive than the original non-foil. Um, it'll probably land somewhere in the middle of foil, the non-foil, foil and non-foil. Um, yeah. and I can easily see it reaching. Uh, up to like six, eight bucks. So yeah. it's a, it's an easy double in my mind. And um, you talk about uh, sacrifice stuff, and this has a built-in sacrifice. So it's something that you could use in EDH. Uh, and that's what it's yeah. mainly used in. And, uh, and, but it, and it does ha- untap every time like a creature comes into play. So if you have like um, uh, Avenger of Zendikar come into play and create six tokens you get to untap it for each creature that comes into play if you want to sacrifice them all. Yeah. So that, that is something that can happen. And, um, it's, uh, it's a damn good card. Yeah, for sure. At the foil and the, did you mention what the foils got up to or what uh, for dark been? steel? I don't know what yeah. those foils were at. Uh, so currently those are almost, they're 19 bucks. They have been up as high as 25. So there's a big difference between foil and non-foil with these. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree. Like, your midway point of that is pretty good. Um, okay, so my one spec is actually a repeat of Lowry's when he hit the uh, Mystery Boosters the first time we went through this. Uh, but it's Minimo School uh, at Water's Edge. And... Currently, we're looking at foils at about eight bucks for these. And what this one is, it's a land, it's a utility land. Love those utility lands, but it's a legendary land. Uh, you can tap one blue, tap a blue, and tap it, untap target permanent, legendary permanent. So you technically could untap this, <laughs> but you'd have to, yeah, that doesn't make sense. But you're using it for commander stuff and all that. Um, the biggest thing, I did not own this card, so I actually bought some for myself or bought one for myself and then specking wise. Uh, but the thing is, is the counterpart to this, the champions of Kamigawa one is currently at $71 for foil and 16 for non foil. So like you're taking the logic that Larry was just talking about. We get in the midway point of these. Uh, this only can go way up for that. Um, yeah, at that one point, sense. the foils have reached a hundred bucks and your non-foils have been as high as... I want to say 20-something. 
Yeah, 25. No. So non-foils have gotten up to 25, and right now you can pick these up for eight in foil. I And uh, I, again, I'll reiterate, I think Shizo Death Storehouse is probably a really good bet there too. Yeah, uh, I checked foil. that one out as well. It and wasn't that as one, high. Not as I, high. I did have Minimo in uh, my Obeka deck. So like even if some like if I go to end my turn and somebody's like end of the turn I remove your creature or Obaka, you can even like surprise untap untap with and then re end the turn and yeah. get rid of the uh, removal spell. So point, it, yeah. it can kind of do some really cool cards or like things. Arcanus the Omnipotent will draw you a shit ton of cards. Um, uh, Gaia's Cradle will get you more and more land. If you can turn those green into uh, blue mana. Well, Minimo just does it once, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, that's still a shit ton of land. Yeah, it is. Do it twice. Um, but as you were saying with Shizo, uh, it's currently at 27. So remember I was saying with Minimo, it's at 70. For, yeah, so. not as big. It's not as used. It's... Minimo does some really, really cool stuff. And for it being in uh, Mystery and in Champions of Kamigawa, which really old set, Minimo's in 7,000 EDH rec deck. So it's used, you know, for a card that just kind of got more readily available with being a Mystery Booster. Uh, Shizzo's good, very good too, because that one makes it so that your, your commander technically has kind of like a unblockable gives it fear so it can only block by artifacts and or creatures black creatures so that's a good card to have that should be in your toolbox because that's a good uh if you're playing a black deck and you're playing a voltron yeah. deck to get and your I, I have that in my vivictus asmati and probably one more deck but yeah i have it vivictus asmati i have it in uh uh, Eureka, you know, trying to make mm-hmm. that go, go through. So yeah, it's good cards to have, but the, the untapping a legendary permanent is really nice with that one. So it's, it's a good utility card to have in itself. Uh, but yeah, the, the price difference was just too big. I originally had, if Larry's talking about his original, <laughs> my original was the recce one, uh, yeah. which is the history of Kamigawa. Those are ter- currently at two bucks. I've picked up a bunch of those cause they're so cheap. Um, and that's just draw engine off of playing legendary things. Um, but yeah, this one, just the price difference between what it's foil is at right now and what it is compared to is just huge, huge. It's just huge. Don't do that. <laughs> He's gone in like two months. This is all fart noises right now. <laughs> <laughs> fits perfectly <laughs> all right so those are one specs i think that's about it right yeah i think that sounds good to me all right well we will catch you guys next week thanks for listening see ya bye